Good morning, Oregon. It's Monday, January 31st. This is Jim Ryan with the news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. Before we start, a quick thank you to our sponsor, Pacific Source Health Plans, for sponsoring the show. A Clark County Sheriff's deputy appears to have unintentionally shot and killed an off-duty Vancouver police officer as the officer scuffled with an armed robbery suspect who broke into his home Saturday. Vancouver police identified the officer who died as Donald Sahota, 52, of Battleground. Sahota, a patrol officer, had been with the agency since 2014. He had a wife and two children. A source not authorized to speak publicly about the shooting said police pursued the armed robbery suspect who was knocking on doors in Sahota's neighborhood a wooded area of battleground. The suspect entered Sahota's home. A fight occurred between the robbery suspect and Sahota that ended with the deputy firing and unintentionally striking Sahota, the source said. The incident occurred after the Clark County Sheriff's Office responded to an armed robbery at a convenience store in the Orchards area adjacent to Vancouver. Neither the deputy nor the robbery suspect has been publicly identified. A survey of 300 unsheltered Portlanders commissioned by the Oregonian and Oregon Live in late 2021 found that 90% of them had experienced a sweep. Of those, 95% said they were not offered temporary shelter, transitional or permanent housing, or other services to meet their immediate needs prior to being kicked out of where they were living. The Oregonian and Oregon Live designed the survey helped train workers to administer it, and conducted 50 of the 300 interviews. The survey work, spanning all corners of the city, was primarily completed by workers from the nonprofit Street Roots. The city of Portland dismissed the survey findings as unreliable since they were, quote, self-reported experiences, said a spokesperson for the city department that manages encampment removals. Portland's City Council voted last week to give the city more say in which historic landmarks merit protection and to place fewer restrictions on construction in neighborhoods deemed historically significant. The council approved six updates to the city's Historic Resources Code, which dictates what changes can be made to homes or property in neighborhoods that have received historic designation. The changes include more flexibility for developers to build affordable housing in historic districts and adapt existing historic properties to accommodate more residents. They also require a stricter review of proposals to demolish property within those districts. The council also voted to allow homeowners who live in historic districts to make minor design changes to their homes, such as adding solar panels, making seismic upgrades, or building additional buildings on their property. Oregon State Park campgrounds were packed in 2021, as locals and tourists alike left the comforts of their homes to sleep under the stars, among evergreen forests, and beside the gentle roar of the ocean. The Oregon Parks and Recreation Department reported a total of 3,026,756 camper nights last year far outpacing the pandemic-impaired numbers from 2020 and eclipsing the 3 million mark for the first time, the department said. In state park parlance, a camper night is one camper spending one night at a campsite. A family of four spending two nights in a tent, for example, would equal eight camper nights. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.